At 4ZZZ, we acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we broadcast. We pay our respects to the elders past, present and emerging of the Turbul and Jagera people. We acknowledge that their sovereignty over this land was never ceded. And we stand in solidarity with them. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. Amplifying the trans and gender non-conforming voices of Brisbane and beyond. Hello, me engine. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. I'm returning from two weeks of flu hiatus. It was... Uh, it was rough, family. Uh, <laughs> I really thought that my body could overcome without assistance, but I ended up on antibiotics because, yay. So yeah, that's 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 what happened. Um, but I'm back. I'm back after missing my 30th birthday and uh, Big Sound and Sounds Like Community Radio. I'm well and truly felt defeated, but it's all right because I've come back. I've had a metamorphosis. Here I am. <laughs> <laughs> and ready ready to bring you the latest in what's been going on in the trans community, what's coming up in the trans community. It's Pride Month. Be proud, be loud, be in spring. It's a beautiful time of year. Just really chuffed to be back in the hot seat. I'm a little nervous. I spent two weeks away and I'm like, how do buttons work again? So you may hear some fun things. So <laughs> slash mistakes. <laughs> but that keeps community radio earnest, you know? This is just like a charm that all of a sudden you hear clunks and clinks and people talking over music without the mics off. That's community radio. It's all, it's all the feels. But yeah, this episode, Transmission, aside from me talking about myself, we've got a special guest who's in the studio. The mic's off right now, but don't worry, you'll be able to listen to him shortly. Uh, Artemis is in. Artemis V. I'm assuming it's V, right? It's not five. Oh, Artemis 5. I don't know. We'll confirm soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just getting nods, so I think it's all correct. Uh, we'll be having a chat with him a bit later on. But first up, we're going to go through quite a large number of events that are on this weekend. Uh, all the events that I mentioned on Transmission are always trans and GNC inclusive and friendly spaces, and they have said so. Or I, myself, or the Transmission team have attended these events and have gone... This is a really great space for trans community members. They should know about it. Let's talk about it on air. So, uh, yeah, that's a, it's a combination of that as well as it's Pride Month. So there's a lot going on. So let's start off with Friday, the 22nd of September at 7.30 p.m. I got a message from the one and only, the true goddess, Navi Karan. She sent me a message saying that she's going to be in town, which is at Billy Brown Theatre on Friday for Club Underground, Didge and Goddess Navi Quran. So its price is $25 for adult and it's $20 for community and concession tickets. So let's have a read here. Welcome to Club Underground, where we fuse underground club culture and accessible dance party and culturally rich atmosphere onto one open dance floor. Join Cairns-based Deaf Indigenous Dance Group, or DIG, as they take center stage celebrating and sharing Deaf Indigenous culture and dance. Fresh from Laura Kwan Indigenous Dance Festival, Sydney Deaf Festival, and Brisbane Deaf Festival, DIG promises an unmissable 30-minute dance extravaganza. There's even an opportunity to get up on stage and learn Shake a Leg alongside the dancers. So yeah, that's that's great. Grab grab your dancing shoes, dress to impress, and don your most comfortable glam attire because this night promises to be an unforgettable celebration of music and dance. So keen to see Navi. If you uh, know Navi Karan, around this time last year, she had a performance called Brown Church as part of the Brisbane Festival. It was absolutely unreal. 
We miss her dearly here in Mianjin. She's now based in Nam. But don't worry, we'll get her back eventually. Hope she's listening. <laughs> There's also on this Saturday, big, big stuff going on. It's Pride Fair Day. It's also Pride Rally and March. So at 9am on Saturday, 23rd of September, get ready to rally and march for Queen's Park, Brisbane to Musgrave Park, which is in South Brisbane. So the rally starts at 9am, the speeches are at 9.30, and then at 10am, we're going to all march across the Victoria Bridge, turn left onto Gray Street, right onto Glenegg Street, and into Musgrave Park. From there, there'll be Brisbane Pride Fair, which is very corporate, full of cops and crap. So we're going to go to Suffolk's Pride Party 2023, which is located in The End, in West End, which is Saturday 22nd of September, 23rd of September, sorry from 1pm, which is completely free entry. So Sapphics are putting this on in response to the really corporate pride. So this is a community pride. So Sapphics is a trans and non-binary inclusive space and transphobia will not be tolerated. The accessibility for the end, there are a couple of steps from the street into the venue and a step from the bar area to the seating, dance floor and toilets. There is no accessible toilet, unfortunately. However, there is also another event that's also run by, well, I... I know that it's run by very cool queer folk, and it's called Love Notes, and it's going to be at the Cave-In in Woolloongabba, and that'll be starting at 3.30pm, and that will run till quite late, about 10.30 at night. It's $10 on the door, or pay what you can with all the proceeds going to the performers for the day. So the Cave-In proudly presents some of Mianjin's best and brightest LGBTQA plus original artists for the first installment of Love Notes, which is a Pride Fair after-party edition. Uh, so you've got Half Sesh, as well as Aaron McNabb, Christy Apps, Daylight Ghosts, and then there's also, the stage is going to be open for some emerging artists, so you can actually directly message The Cave-In with interest if you'd like to perform. So yeah, check out The Cave-In's Facebook page, that's a great way to contact them. The Cave-In is openly and loudly an LGBT-inclusive space with zero tolerance for any phobics of any kind. So, yeah, the venue is also partially accessible. There's an upstairs bathroom. They acknowledge that this is an ideal and they're working to improve this outcome. So if you'd like to know more about that, you can contact them about accessibility. Also, later in the evening on Saturday, if you haven't already partied out and been proud enough, you've got Shandy's Pride 2023 at Black Bear Lodge at 9pm, Saturday, 23rd September. The entry is free on the door, but that's before 10.30pm. It's $15 after that. But as always, there's free entry for Indigenous, so Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people and trans women, femme queens of colour. And they say that we will do what we can to accommodate and welcome anyone with low to no income who wants to party. So shoot Shandy a message on Facebook or Instagram and they'll see if they can work something out for you. As the temperature rises and the sweat begins to drop, it's time once again for Mianjin's annual Brisbane Pride Festival. And Shandy has decided to mark the occasion with their first ever Pride celebration. It's time to don your gayest apparel and start hydrating because you're invited to queer dance party celebrating Pride in Mianjin. Uh, they've got DJ Nejmir. If you don't know DJ Nej, they're from I Spy and 4 Z. They're just I just love Nej. Uh, so you got Nej, you got Magatron, Sweaty Baby, plus an extra special secret guest, which they haven't revealed yet. In terms of accessibility, unfortunately, the venue is not wheelchair accessible as it can only be accessed by a staircase. Strobe lights are not being used during the event. However, lights may occasionally move at a fast speed. With regard to sensory concerns, the venue is essentially one large room, but there is an area with seating that is quieter near the entrance. If you have any further questions about accessibility and something that, you know, find things suitable to your needs, you can also contact Shandy on their social media 
all these organizations, all these groups of people putting on these amazing events would totally happily accommodate you. So yeah, contact them if you would like. Oh, there's also just last minute, I got another event, which is on the Sunday. I'm just going to open it up. Okay. So there's Black Queer Still Here Storytelling and Community Barbecue, which is on Sunday, the 24th of September at 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. So if you're looking for a hangover cure or some community to hang out with, especially if you mob, this is uh, the blackest, queerest barbecue you've been waiting for is here. Black Queer Still Here is bringing together community to celebrate and support our trans and queer black kids. We have an unforgettable lineup of black and queer speakers sharing stories, thinking and feeling on black queerness, sovereignty and the colony. Storytelling will be followed up by a barbecue, vegan options are available, and creating a collective art piece with the crew from Inala Wangara. So, yeah, 11 a.m. on Sunday at Raymond Park in Kangaroo Point, which is near the playground at the corner of Rollins and Sinclair Street, and this is completely free. So, yeah, head on down on Sunday for that. Woo! So many events going on, Pride Month, it's wild time. I'm enjoying it. I'm glad to be back in full health. I've got some news that I would also like to mention. This is a petition that I've been trying to get people to sign. Um, They're very close to 50,000 signatures. This is Channel 7. Stop using our videos without consent. Remove harmful detransition segment, please. On Sunday, the 3rd of September, 7 News ran a spotlight segment on detransitioning. Within the segment, they shared videos and images of transgender and non-binary people without their consent, wrongfully implying that they regret transitioning. So the person who's posted this, Olivia G, says, I was horrified to find one of my post-top surgery videos expressing how much better my life is because of the surgery included in the segment without my consent. This is not only unethical, but immensely harmful to the trans and gender diverse community. Please sign and share our petition calling on Channel 7 to remove this harmful segment and apologize to everyone whose images, videos were shared without consent. We are calling also calling on Facebook, Twitter, all social media to stop amplifying this harmful content on their platforms. So if you'd like to get behind this, please do. I'm going to put the link for this petition up on the Transmission Facebook page and socials at Transradio with a Z. Check it out. Sign the petition. They're like 48,500. They only need 1,500 something signatures to hit the 50. That would be amazing. Yeah, help take this crap down. It's terrible. It's not even true. They're getting a lot of backlash and they should. And it would help to have a petition signed by 50,000 people saying, take it down. So, yeah, if you can do that, please do. Um, Yeah. Anyway, sweating, getting through all this stuff. (laughs) Amplifying the voices of the trans and gender non-conforming community of Mianjin, Brisbane and beyond. Transmission on 4ZZZ brings you the latest in trans community news, music and events. Every Tuesday from 9am till 10am, join our team of hosts for an hour of celebrating the unique perspectives of the trans community. Transmission, Tuesday mornings from 9am till 10am on 4ZZZ. You're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez, I use he, him pronouns, and I'm joined in studio by... Oh, Artemis, again. (laughs) Hi. Hello. (laughs) How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, it's your first time being on, on the transmissions. Yes. Not literal transmissions. You've been on. You've been on other shows here at Zed, but yeah, not this show. I want one other. Yes. Yeah, you're like, give me more. Give me more Zed. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, why not? You know, it's just hanging out. Yeah. So you're a local singer songwriter. Mm-hmm. Uh, jazz. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I play jazz. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Confidently, and, yes. <laughs> 
as confidently as you can be. <laughs> yeah. And you have a song that's come out? Yeah. I, yeah? Yeah. Oh, I actually did a whole EP. There's seven mm-hmm. songs. Oh, my um, God. But, yeah, there's... um, Yeah. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Tell oh, me about okay. your music. Um... Oh gosh! Did um, you did you start this recently? Is this like a new project? This um, EP? I think like the songs w- had existed for a while, but in terms of making them recordable and releasable, is fairly recent. And what inspired you to do this? Why why um, why create an EP? I mean, okay, <laughs> it sounds like a bit counterintuitive, maybe, but a friend was like, "You should do a fundraiser for your top surgery," and I was like. I feel strange about that. And so I was like, well, I feel like if I can give people something, then I will feel less weird about it. And so I was like, I want to give them, you know, not that there's like, here's a drawing I made. Um, But yeah, so I was like, if I can make them something, then I will feel maybe less bad about asking people for help. And yeah, and just, you know, I think you got to do it at some point, right? Like, you know, you can't just be... So you're using, you were using the, the surgery as a justification for publishing or well, EP or also like being like, hey, I'm going to give back something to the community in the hopes that they will be able to help me. I think like I liked the idea of, yeah, being able to, like, if you're asking people to help you, then I think it's like I want to sort of share and, and I guess be like open to a degree because like you're letting people see into your world. I mean, also, I think, you know, I really wanted to connect with people music wise for like a long time but I well I couldn't sing till like early this year maybe it was when I started being able to hold songs yeah yeah so I think you know prior to that I wouldn't have been able to record it was it challenging for you to come up with songs or is this something you've always sort of been like working on in the back of your mind no I think I write songs whenever I have feelings so the songs are already (laughs) there i think you know i mean i've been writing songs for like a long time Mm. um but i just hadn't really i guess shared them so much you know with people this is your first ep right yeah yeah how are you feeling about it are you Um, nervous or because like a lot of people their first ep are always like oh this is my and then it gets yeah some people it gets easier some people it gets harder and all sorts of stuff i think maybe that feeling of like the cringe of it all I experienced in like the last like 10 years or something yeah and, right and so in that period of time where I was like oh no like oh god who's gonna want to listen to this uh, now I'm I feel like I'm more through that though I must say seeing my face repeatedly on things and someone the other day saw me putting up a poster of my own face and he like <laughs> looked at me and looked at and I was like oh god like <laughs> it was um would you like a photo and you just stand next to it like <laughs> I just thought up. like what looks more like sort of egotistical than me plastering my own face around town but like who else is gonna do it you know <laughs> yeah I mean like um you know it's a great way to meet people at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Hello, this is me. <laughs> I'm just thinking like, gosh, like if people... Scan the QR code, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I was like, as soon as the gigs happen, should I just go around and take every single one down so people don't like keep looking at it if they're just going in for coffee or something? Some people might um, take them off the wall and keep them in their own little personal oh like God, collection. Think of that. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. That's all right. Because I do that sometimes with posters yeah. after events. Like oh, I, ch- I check. I check if the event's been done, and then I'm like, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna keep this poster. It's pretty. And yeah, like the design or something. I mean, people could have the PDF. If they want. 
<laughs> there you go. Contact Artemis to get the PDF yeah, of the poster. Yeah, I just get the, the whole PDF. Yeah. Now I'm going to have to get a photo of you in front of... I can actually see a poster yeah. of you through the window no, of the studio. I was, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a photo of you in front of that. <laughs> <laughs> so um, this particular song that I've got here, Annie. Yeah. What's it about? I wrote it about a friend of mine um, who is a sweetheart. And she... Yeah, she was just having a hard time. And I was like, I want her to feel better. And and I think maybe at the time I was like having a bit of trouble. Like, you know, you can get too bogged down writing your own stuff. And so I was like, just going to write something for her. And that was like, I think, a really lovely process because like I love her so much. And I just, um, yeah, like how wonderful to tell someone that you love them through a song, right? Aww, and then so she can sweet. listen to it when she's, you know, not feeling crash that, hot. This this really makes sense because I've listened I've listened to this song a couple of times and um, now I'm feeling like the really yeah. it's like uh, I never feel like friends is like a, a close enough word for some of the people in my life. I'm like friend mm. just feels too distant, but like you know we're not romantic either so there's a whole like i don't know there's apparently there's problems with with qpp which is queer platonic partnership or oh, something right, but um right. i i like it because it's like oh you're my you're more than just a friend to me yeah but you know we don't necessarily have a romantic relationship but you're you're like family to me you know you're so important so yeah it's cute like and it's sweet that this song annie is like a reflection of that friendship and like it's you know you mean so much to me so it's lo- really lovely yeah i think yeah like i, I yeah yeah no um, she's <laughs> yeah agreed <It's> great <laughs> alright um, I wish that I could write music and play music and then like serenade my friends <laughs> that's pretty much what I would do that or yeah, like you could do it probably like I also really want to do like passive aggressive punk music as well maybe okay. I don't know passive aggressive you punk. know being like patronizing people who have issues with gender that'd be really fun okay yeah well, in the form of music yeah yeah do it. think like viagra boys stuff i i'm nowhere near on the caliber of that but you know if that no kind you of could definitely music. you mm. could definitely do it <laughs> well worlds I'll, away I'll from jazz you. you record me okay yeah cool. I'll, I'll make a note of that i'll write it down oh wait mm-hmm. we've got a recording <laughs> yeah 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 i can't play guitar but we make can. it work okay a little bit it's all right yeah 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 okay it, good enough you know <laughs> And the beginnings of trans punk band yeah. have have a, I can sense it. <laughs> Just gonna be a drummer, which is that's easy, right? There's yeah, loads of absolutely. drummers out there. I live with one. Oh, cool! I was I was being sarcastic. Most people are like, I can't find a drummer for my band. Help! So I don't know that they would be. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> we'll plan more off air. Uh, Artemis and I were chatting about what inspires what inspires him. Is he him yeah. pronouns? Yeah. Yeah. Um, they and is okay. They's good too. He and they. Yeah. Sweet. Mm. <laughs> How about you? I'm he him. He okay. him. I was just thinking about pronouns recently. I mean, I think about them all the time, <laughs> which is really depressing. It takes up so much space in my brain. Not not in a yeah derogatory way or anything like that. Just that. There are things that we live with all the time, pronouns as trans people, and it can be really hard navigating spaces when people don't know how to respect them or ask about them or people just assume and stuff like that. And you've, you're relatively early through your transition, yes? No? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I would say so. Like, what? Like, it's under two years. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's, like, it's still, I'm still growing. 
Yeah. yeah. Still growing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm in that stage where people are like, how old is this man? Um, yeah, yeah. I, um, I've been hit on by like 20 year olds. Mm. And then I'm like, uh, yeah. sorry, I'm like really old. <laughs> I'm not interested. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think um, it's, a, it's a strange space to be in. And especially like depending on your sexuality prior to it's, um, yeah, it's a little bit, you know, as a, well, for me, before presenting as a woman, women were not generally paying me much attention. I don't think, not that they are now, but... <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's changed. But I, you know, but I feel like, you know, maybe there's more more potential for that than yeah. there was, so... It's really, it's really interesting talking to people about, like, what stage of transition they're in and how they feel about gender and what's going on, because different... What I thought at the very early stages of my transition is, like, so different from, like, two years in now. Um, and, like, what I was... Ex- what I was expecting to happen yeah. uh, a lot of it didn't happen or a lot of it stayed the same or uh, really it was my perception of the world that changed um, it's interesting when when you I don't know gender is such a complete and utter illusion really just like a it's just a hormone that separates separates this whole binary construct it's just bizarre I mean it's social yeah. norms sort of. I mean yeah well I mean yeah. it's 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 bred into the culture not necessarily that it exists in nature, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, I, yeah. It's a we've definitely done weird things as humans. It's definitely sure. a colonial import as well. It's it's not. I don't know. Talk to First Nations, and they're like, "Yeah, we got like ten genders. You want to check them out?" <laughs> yeah, yeah especially seems... in, especially in North America. Um, I know yeah. there's a few different communities out there with different constructs of gender. Do you think that gender plays a role in your music making and how you Ooh. write? That is a good question. (laughs) Um, I think for a long time, I did not think about gender a whole lot. So I I don't, like, I didn't know what trans was till I got to uni. So I don't, you know, I just knew that I didn't feel super comfortable. And I guess that's maybe reflected in, like, my feelings and, and the way that I would write about my experiences. So, yeah, I think I'm still in a stage where I, I don't really know how much is attributable to sort of, like, gender dysphoria or euphoria. Like, I feel the same way about, like, say, getting top surgery. I I think it's almost like I did the thing where I was like, I'm just going to put this out of my mind. And, like, if you can't change it, then, you know, like, it just is what it is. And so I was just living my life. Uh, and then I think also with sexuality, you know, it's like the pipeline, you know, where you're like, hmm. Who am I attracted to? And then you're like, mm, gender? <laughs> Do I even know her? Gender. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So I think, you know, like, obviously it's like intrinsic to my experiences, but I don't think I like passed out um, what each thing was for me. Yeah. Wow. It's like, a lo- I, it's interesting too, I guess, with like the timeline, this is your first EP coming yeah. out. And you've only recently started your journey through mm-hmm. gender. Yeah. Well, I think it's... So it's do you think there's a correlation? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, like, um, like a, a friend of mine was saying that it seems like I'm, like, doing better. And I was like, yeah, I, I think that... I think, you know, because it's like when you feel more like yourself and you feel more comfortable, then I think, you know, having people see you or, like, just existing in the world. Because I think I got to a point where... Prior to transitioning, I was like, oh, I'm not in a great place and, like, I've got to do this. Like, I was really afraid to, but I was like, i got to do this because I don't really like where I'm at. 
And um, yeah, I think to get to that point of sort of like fear and like trepidation about it and then get to the other side and be like, like the first day I took testosterone, I was like, oh God, like, I don't know what I thought would happen. <laughs> and then, like, it, it was so anticlimactic. <laughs> like I just like put the gel on and I was like, okay. Dun, dun, dun. I yeah, yeah, I was like, I was just sitting there being like, cool 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 like read the pamphlet thing like the little brochure <laughs> yes, I did that like a bunch and i was like okay okay yep i think i've done everything right and i'd like allocated time to like you know and then it was like nothing yeah and then it's not until like maybe like a week you start to be like huh feel mm-hmm. a little different yeah 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 mm, god my piece stinks <laughs> yeah there's, then there's some things you're like oh gosh being I, a man is gross. <laughs> well, I think it's like, because previously, like, I don't know if we can talk about like periods and stuff, but. Uh, we can. Yeah. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. Period well, trigger warning. <laughs> yeah. So like previously, like any hormonal stuff related mm. to sort of like estrogen, I was like, oh, this is going to be a wild ride. You mm. know? Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. so I think I was expecting that with testosterone. I was like, oh, I'm going to like, what, get cramps, have like wild mood swings or something. And it was literally, I mean, I'm not going to say that everyone's experience is going to be my experience, but. Yeah, it was, like, pretty anticlimactic, but in, like, a nice way. I went through, like, six months of being, like, basically, like, I do anything. I'm amazing. I have unparalleled confidence, uh, which is what sort of testosterone gave me. It stopped me from crying as much. I don't cry as much anymore, uh, which is strange. But some people say that they cry more with testosterone. Yeah, I I didn't find, like, I don't know whether it's just because, like, I'm not, like, you know, there's different um, methods of taking it, but I I found I'm, I'm... I was crying from day one. Like, I, I didn't really... Yeah, like, people were like, oh, you'll find it harder to access your emotions. And I was like, does musician just, like, trump, like, hormone therapy? Because... Sorry, <laughs> jazz musician. <laughs> I was like, the crying is still going strong. Like, there's nothing... Like, you know, but I'm like, as weepy as ever. It's interesting, because, like, I actually... I didn't think testosterone would give me the same mood swings that I had when I was going through fem- female quote-unquote puberty but mm. um i feel really level compared to like yeah. when i had periods because trans femmes go into periods being like i'm a woman woo and then they're like why do i hate myself why do i love myself why do i want to kill people why am i happy why am i so-? <laughs> i'm like welcome to estrogen estroville yeah. i mean i i feel like it's like there's the affirming nature of it though right like i think it was strange because i had just thought this is what i need to do to feel comfortable on like a mental level or like you know, in in terms of, like, I guess just, like, my personality. And then when I went on testosterone and it, like, felt really good in my body, I was like, wait, is it, is it actually, like, down to, like, a like a biological sort of level mm. that I, like, you know, this is sort of what my body was meant to run on? And I was like, the internalized transphobia is strong. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think within 15 minutes of the first time I ever put gel on, mm. which is the one of the many ways you can have hormone replacement therapy, but... Gel's a great way of, like, trying stuff and, like, which is why they recommend it early on for listeners who are interested. But when I, after about 15 minutes of putting the gel on, I just felt this wave of calm I'd never felt in my entire life. I finally felt, like, whatever is in my body now, because the gel is very fast acting. And so within about 15 minutes, as much as I didn't have any noticeable changes Mm. or, like, necessarily feel that different, I psychologically felt like a calm. I think it's very affirming, right? And then yes. the idea that mm. like like even when like I went and got the the thing and was like, okay, so I've been approved and I, you know, I can um go ahead with this, mm. that even already was like, oh my god. Like Yeah. It was such a, a thing. When when a, when the first time I saw a doctor about what I was going through and 
this GP, such a lovely GP, still my doctor now, um, he said, um, I would like you to know that I'm pretty sure that you have gender dysphoria. And I knew that, and I didn't say that to him when I went in because I didn't, oh, wow. I didn't want to like set yeah. self-diagnose or anything. And okay. I sort of was explaining my feelings, and then he goes, "I think you've got gender dysphoria, and I'm going to say that you do." And oh. I, and that was really affirming. That was yeah. huge because that was like, "I'm not alone. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going crazy. Yeah. I don't. I there is something that's going on for me that is real, and yeah. it's not just an, an a figment yeah. of my imagination." It was really nice to be validated. It's like so scary, but so like when I think when something means so much to you and then you know that someone else is in a position of power mm. to make decisions around that, it's like I feel like it's it's a very brave thing to go and speak to someone and, and you know, to be on that journey is yeah. really hard. It was really, yeah, the journey of transition. And look at you now. Never begins, never ends. It's just always there. We're all in stages of transition really in life. Yeah. You know, when you think about hormones just generally, you know, you've got puberty, then for for particularly for cis uh, women, um, you know, you've got puberty, you get your period, then you have your period for so many years, and then you have another transition later in life, which is when the periods stop, then you go through menopause. We're all going through stages of yeah. transition hormonally all the time. It's just, uh, you know, we're doing the same thing in a different kind of way. Yeah. We're just transitioning through life like we all are. Journey. Beautiful. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out, Artemis. Oh, no, it's yeah. my pleasure. Yeah, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep hanging out. We'll get you back in at some point. It's spring and the birds and the bees are doing their thing. Every year, scores of baby birds are taken to vets or the RSPCA's Queensland Wildlife Hospital, when in fact, they should have been left where they were. So, do you know what to do if you find a lost baby bird out of its nest? Well, I'm going to tell you. If the baby bird only has fluffy down, it's a nestling and needs help straight away because it can't keep itself warm. Please take it to a vet or the RSPCA as soon as possible. However, if the bird already has flight feathers, it's a fledgling. Ask yourself, is the bird calling or making a noise? Is it bright and responsive? Is the bird trying to spread its wings and flutter to the ground when encouraged to fly? If you've answered yes, the baby bird needs to be reunited with its parents, as no human can teach a young bird what it needs to learn to survive. So, place the bird on a low branch in a bush and watch to see if the parents come to feed it. Or, place the baby bird in a bucket with a few drainage holes. This home away from home will protect fledglings and baby birds from cats and dogs. 4ZZZ cares about our listeners and baby birds. Also love baby birds. Ah, <sighs> baby birds! <laughs> um, you're listening to Transmission on 4ZZZ. My name is Ez. I use he, him pronouns. I wanted to play that baby bird spot because recently uh, Kai and I were in a car. We went out, I don't know, probably doing a lesbian thing like Ikea or something. Uh, <laughs> and then we um, we were driving home, and in the middle of, like, Gimpy Road, there was a lorikeet just sitting in the middle of the road. Cars were avoiding it, but, you know, Gimpy Road, if you know that, if you're familiar with that road, it's a busy highway, and the speed limit there was about 70 kilometers, so it was, it was pretty fast. We pulled over somewhere, and Kai ran out and collected the bird, and we were like, oh, what do we do? And then the bird started getting real frisky. And bit Kai on the hand, and then we uh, let let the let the lorikeet go, and it flew away. It was totally fine. It must have, we figured it may have been hit or something, and just a bit dazed, but it was fine. So yeah, we like birds. We sa- we saved a bird slash, just picked up a bird, and Kai got bit, and it flew away. I don't know. It's all it's all perspective, but we tried to tried to do a good thing. So yeah, we like baby birds. <laughs> it wasn't a baby though. It was definitely an adult lorikeet. Anywho, 
Transmission, definitely not your uh, show necessarily for bird and wildlife. That would be Eco Radio, which is on a Wednesday. But Transmission, all about amplifying the voices of the trans community in Mianjin and beyond. And I hope you've been enjoying today's episode. Yeah, thank you so much for tuning in, Transmission. We will see you next week. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Transmission. See you next Tuesday, 9 to 10 a.m. on 4 Triple Z. Thank you.